0: Hello, and welcome to Get Schooled by Marcela Alonzo. Today, my guest is Picante Jenny. Yay. Thank you so, so much. Um, the reason I brought Jenny in, and I'm going to have to say this, is um I am half Cuban half Puerto Rican and not a lot of people understand uh the different combo I've lived in various parts of the United States and people never know and when I met Picante Jenny I actually met you I remember on Clubhouse through Amber Cush yeah we talked on Clubhouse which was great and um then we finally officially met at Exotica, where a lot of my guests- what? You came to my booth. That was I so did... honored. <laughs> yeah, because you had both of the flags. So I brought, yes. her, I brought her in today because I wanted to uh, get to know her better. Um, I wanted people to learn about her. I'm supporting other Latinx uh, content creators and sex workers, too, because you don't see too many, too many of us that were around, no. but, you know, everything's- you know, like either black or white, Um, but I wanted her to introduce herself, talk, and also uh, we have a very common ground with both being of two different, they're alike, but they're also not very alike, and we will elaborate later on, so welcome. Yeah, that's exactly what I tell people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, please share with us your story, where you're from, how you began, what brought you into sex work, and everything else you could, so
1: okay let's see how much i can cover again yes i am picante jenny and i am honored to be here thank you again Marcela. i really do appreciate this as soon as you came up to my booth and you were like i'm cuban and puerto rican too and i came here it was like yes uh that that definitely you know it is a big deal for me with being latina or latinx however you want to classify yourself but i am definitely proud of it um i am 35 i have no shame in talking about my age uh, what got me started was pretty much uh, just the freedom of being able to be my own boss, like uh, the real definition of being my own boss. I started off as solo content. So I would do a lot of like Uber when I would in between Uber drives, I would do like Snapchat stuff and video messages, got to know my fans a lot. And that's really what what built my name was how I'm so communicative with my fans. I treat them like regular people. Yes do not get it twisted, I'm going to charge you for my services, but I'm still going to treat you like a regular person. Um. Pretty much, I really just, I uh, found myself, and I'm very comfortable with my body, so it's, to me, it was, it also helped me build my confidence, because being a Latino, we definitely have a, uh, I don't know if it would be like a, you know, our parents are always telling us, they don't want to see this or so we're pretty much our biggest critiques. Mm. And I think that's why there's not a lot of Latinx in the community is because we're so we don't want to let down our parents or, or our family. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, if if my Tia finds out, like we'll never hear oh, yeah. <laughs> Right? You know what I mean? So I think that's like why the biggest thing for me as to why I like to say that's my biggest thing is I like to consider I don't like to, I don't like to be considered a BBW. I know some people say that I am and that's okay. You know, that's their personal, but I like, if I'm going to put a title on myself, I'm a Latina. That's what I am. You know what I'm saying? I don't like to say yeah, I'm this or I'm that or, but yes, I'm definitely trying to make sure that it, it comes out in my work. Um, I've been known to moan in Spanish, so I don't know, but Hey, it sounds good to me. So um, I really just like the freedom of it, the freedom of everything, mentally, physically. Um, but I, I don't want to say that I want to be um, in front of the camera for much longer. I do want to start being like more production side because, like I said, money still my, sex sells. But I... You know what I'm saying? I have already 60 scenes, maybe more. I, I, think, I think I'm good for now. Like if somebody yeah. wants to see me with someone else, then guess what? You have to pay production. You have to get the cameraman. It's not just a $200 custom. You know what I'm saying? It, it, there's more to it. You got to pay for the testing. You got to pay for all kinds of stuff. So basically, I'm kind of just taking a chill. Keep go- going back to how I started, which was, you know, back to, one-on-one with the fans, I really uh-huh. do enjoy that more, so, but yeah, pretty much, I'm from Miami, Miami, I was born in Miami Beach, mm-hmm. I was raised in uh, Miami, so I was about five years old, Oh, and what part of I, Miami
0: beach? Cause there's South beach, there's mid beach. And then there's, I was,
1: I was actually born in Miami beach. As soon as you see the welcome to Miami beach sign, there's a hospital to the left. It's called Mount Sinai. Yes. Mount is, is, Yes, Right. Which is another one in New York, which is why growing up and I'll be like, yeah, I was born in Mount Sinai. they're like, I knew you were born in New York. And I'm like, no, the one on the beach in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to get a lot of that. Like, because I think it's because my dad, uh Cuban Rican, I mean, he, my dad is a, uh, Puerto Rican from New York. Yeah, New uh-huh. York uh-huh. I'm Cuban Rican. <laughs> uh-huh. And um I think that I think that's what gives me my little bit of the I'm from the New York, but Miami and New York are pretty much similar too. It kind of Miami and New York kind of remind me of Cubans and Puerto Ricans like we're so much alike yet so much different. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: No, there's a there's the very very big difference though with my cousins down in Miami because I have a lot of fa- family in Miami. I feel like they're Mm -hmm. more in a bubble than my family, the family that I, a majority of my cousins that are Cuban or half Cuban, because I do have some cousins that are actually like half Arabic, half Cuban, um, because their father was Arabic. Uh, I feel like they're more in a bubble than Miami. I
1: feel like Miami has its own, like a lot of people will be like, oh, where are you from? And I'll say Miami and they'll be like, oh, Florida. I'll be like, Miami. Like it's yeah, different, different. It's, just, it's just different. It's just like if you're from New York, you know like uh you know if you're from Brooklyn, you're from Brooklyn, you're not from mm-hmm. Bronx you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and they get offended when you say something like like that. Yeah. it's the same thing with Florida if like some people will confuse Broward, Hollywood or um oh, I'm in Fort lot when they'll be in fort Lauderdale, I'm in Miami, no, no, you're right. not you're in Fort Lauderdale, right. like there's a difference. I am definitely one hundred percent Floridian, so yeah. I'm proud of where I'm f- from. But I am definitely, and I think I realized that once I went to New York, and I really do understand the meaning of, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. I, there is a big difference. Um, I feel like New York is more savage than Miami. Miami is more, uh, oh, this is Miami Vice, you know what I'm saying? But New York is kind of like, it's more hardcore. Yeah. So yes, the, I think the bubble that you're talking about is more like what Miamians do. To each other, like basically, Spanish is even the first language in some cities. If you go to Hayalia, oh, no they don't English. speak, in-
0: Hayalia, no English. No English. <laughs> well, Chile's politically, not gonna even try. Well, what, what, what really amazed me is politically, nowhere in the country oh, right. is so where we already know about the like the, Because if you're half right. Cuban and half Puerto Rican, you already poly- know, yes, that the, the, the politics are different in Miami and that's why I say it's so much of a bubble because like oh yeah my cousin was talking about the little mermaid that wasn't like I couldn't believe it my cousin that's half Cuban and half Arabic right Mm -hmm. was talking about the little mermaid it wasn't right because she was you know black and I was I wanted to write so badly on my Facebook. Tell me you've never left Miami without telling me you've never left you Miami left- <laughs> because it was such an ignorant comment because I know because I have, I was raised in Florida, but I was born in New York. I was raised in Tampa, which was different. And a lot of Cubans, um, some Puerto Ricans are there. They kind of run it. But once you leave Miami, once you leave Florida, it's a different you world. You realize it. you you realize as a Latina, you're in a different world in California.
1: You're in a different
0: world when you go to New York. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely Mm -hmm. was
1: in my own bubble until I was probably a teenager, Mm -hmm. period. Um, I also have to say, as a Cuban, Mm -hmm. I see that my family members are definitely racist. Mm -hmm. Um, Cubans, Very much so. And, and, and it's not even against, you know, like a certain race. It's literally against everybody. They really don't like anybody. They don't even like their own kind. Yeah. Like, if you really know Cubans, they don't like anybody. And that's one thing that I did. um, I felt growing up that I was more Cuban. And then because my mother raised me, my mom is Cuban, my dad's Puerto Rican. So I thought, you know, it was how I was raised with what I would be more. And then as I grew up, I realized I'm more Puerto Rican in the sense of like my loyalty, my I don't discriminate. You know what I'm saying? I I don't stare. A lot of um, Cubans might not even be racist. They're stereotypical. You know what I'm saying? That's that. For example, your cousin. You know, she's just seen The Little Mermaid uh, her whole life as a redhead, white girl, and all of a sudden, it's weird when they. Oh, it it was
0: he. He was a he's a male, and it really amazed me because in 2000, um, right after 9/11, they put him by accident on the no-fly list. Oh wow! Because he had an Arabic at last name. And so it just showed me like a sign of kind of it. And and again, he didn't leave the Miami area. He's never left there. He's never went college anywhere else. He does not. Yeah, definitely in that Florida bubble. If anything, he's in that Florida (laughs) bubble exactly. And um, you know, I and I'll be honest, like some of my family that's down in Miami because there was a period of time that I went down there to go live. And I have, I have a lot of family down in Miami, but I, and I was trying to quit sex work and they weren't there to help me at all. They oh couldn't. no, they, and oh and they literally black sheep you. Yeah. They black sheep me from then, you know, and, and I did everything right and I did everything legit and the Cuban side, the Puerto Rican, the side that's open, My mother is Puerto Rican. My father's Cuban. It's opposite with me. Oh, Okay. Yeah. And um, my Puerto Rican, my, my, my mother's family, They've never turned their back on me. The Puerto Ricans don't turn their back exactly. on me. Exactly. Loyalty. Yeah. They, it's very... they might get
1: mad at you for a little oh, yeah. bit, you know, and might not talk to you, but they will not go years without talking yeah. to you in The some Cuban way. side will. Yes. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't yeah. spoken to my mother in over five years. So, yes. Wow. And she lives literally right down the street from me. So, um, you know, it, and the crazy thing is that I really thought that, you know, it would be different when you got older because- so much like her you know like you I don't understand how parents can get mad at you for being just like them like hello (laughs) are you mad because I'm doing it better than you like what's what's the really but I mean yeah my I mean my dad he wasn't there for me growing up as much as I wanted him to I would say that I did have daddy issues for a while and then I got older and then you know I realized that men are men yeah and I'm saying I can't be mad at my dad um I can't be more mad at my dad for living his life, even though he wasn't ready to be a father or whatever the mm-hmm. case may be. And then deal with the bullshit that men put me through nowadays. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Why is it different? So yeah. I realized that you got to let that shit go. Like I can't hold men accountable for being men. Like that's what that's literally what I have to remember. Boys will yeah. be boys. You yeah. know? So at the end of the day, I, 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 Like I always tell people, I really am going to tell you guys, you guys cannot lie to me and me believe it because I already went through this with my daddy. So, but (laughs) now my dad, when I, I, and it's, I kind of feel like I had exactly what I needed. Like growing up, my mother was great. Uh, She didn't lack for anything. She was the provider. She, she was an Aries baby. She's April 1st. Yesterday was her birthday. And she definitely was hardcore. Like, no, like I, like she would tell me she loved me, but it wasn't like, you know, I love you. It was more like, I love you. Goodbye. Good night. Or, you know, like to like, yeah. close it, you know, she wasn't got in your style, like loving, you know,
0: right.
1: but she did give me everything I needed growing up. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I couldn't get bullied in school. I couldn't, there are certain things that I see that some of these kids are going through and I'm like, y'all just some weak ass kids that probably need an ass whooping or some punishment. Mm-hmm. Either way, either way, take away your toys. Like, take away your guns. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these parents nowadays? Like, y'all need to stop. Like, don't get me wrong. You should still be friends with your kids, but that's not what comes first. Right. You need to be a parent first and yeah. still confide in me as a friend is
0: yeah. what I tell
1: mine. You know what I'm saying? I can't be friends with my kids and then my kids walk all over me and let me get mad. Well, that's how you raise them. Mm-hmm. So I think that my dad being there for me now, like now when I need him, now to show me that you know, what I'm saying that it is what it is. And it is what you it get is. Past yeah. It. yeah. You get past it. And yeah. I love my dad. I'm actually at his house right now. So I oh. love it. I, I, <laughs> I just left from the beach with, my, I have a nine year old brother. So oh.
0: yeah, it's fun. Oh, nice. Nice. Now you, um, did you, you did share with me that there was a time and it seems like everybody I grew up with that I know in Florida, they've all ended up, they got in trouble with the law <laughs> I feel like Florida is like the worst place. Um, Share with us your experience when you did get in trouble with the law and how that has affected your career now.
1: Well, Florida, I'll tell you what, you could get away with murder before you get away with having drugs in your possession. That's true. I I definitely got caught with a lot of pills. And this was back in the day when they called Broward the pill mill, which Mm -hmm. there was a lot of pills coming in and out. So basically, they made an example out of me first charge went up road, like, I had a 15 year minimum mandatory for the uh, charge that I have, which I don't want to disclose because that don't want anybody to search me and find okay. me. <laughs> but um, I definitely have to say that I didn't do the 15 years, I did mm-hmm. three years, uh, followed by five years uh, draft, uh, drug offenders probation. So mm-hmm. what ended up happening was they gave me a split sentence but mm-hmm. i really got off lucky cuz they could have charged me for each thing that i had like a right. different charge and um so it taught me a lot because i went in at a young age i got arrested when i was 19 mm-hmm. i started doing my time when i was about 20 i spent my 21st 22nd in um in prison and then i got out like 2 weeks before my 23rd birthday so it was really uh, a life-changing experience. I did have my kids at the time. They were young. Uh, I had a, what, she was two and the other one was four or uh-huh. no, the other way, three and five. Yeah, they were three and five. And um, it was definitely a, uh, a self, like, a, you know, like I found myself. I found exactly who I needed to be. I didn't go, I didn't, I did my time. Right. I did my time. And a lot of people will be like, oh, no, because you were in there because of your baby daddy. And and I used to say I used to blame him. Yes, because he did put the pills in my purse or whatever Uh... the case may be. But I realized that it wasn't me being at the wrong place at the wrong time. It, It was literally the decisions I had made. And I wanted to do, I thought that that's what my kids needed was their mother and their father. Right. I didn't realize until later that your kids don't need to see an unhealthy relationship, whether you're with their dad or whether you're with kids. So I basically found myself in prison, you know, like I was really able to, I'm an overthinker. So sitting on my right. bunk and, and thinking about things, or I spent a lot of time in the kitchen.
0: Mm-hmm oh you're breaking that's why I
1: don't like washing dishes now <laughs> <laughs> um I you know um I
0: moved so am I back
1: am I back yeah Great. yeah you're back now everything good? so basically
0: okay. you went to prison it was it was because basically uh your baby daddy it was something a circumstance that's what you're saying and if it wasn't for you being right. in right and relationship, I put up with it, it mm-hmm.
1: Hello. Yeah, I put up with, with him, you know, thinking it would be good for the kids. but it, on, let me go inside. Okay.
0: Sorry about that. I don't know why. Uh-huh.
1: Hasn't been a problem, but now. Yeah, Here Sometimes you the reception can, you hear me better can now? be.
0: Yeah, I can hear you better now. Yes. All right. Perfect.
1: I just came in the room so that way you can hear me better. I mean, shouldn't be any problem
0: now. So, with so you were in this relationship and because of that, that is basically why, which a lot of women that do end up in prison, it's all it's it's been very common and it's known it's always something, not always something. And I'm not saying women are 100 percent, but there's a lot of women that go to prison because of a boyfriend or a husband, a certain situation. But here you were you were a young parent, you were just trying to be there and for your kids, give them both parents something you didn't have. And now you're faced with this prison time. And that's a very difficult, right? Yeah, yes,
1: it was definitely, it's definitely a story to tell. And a lot of people say I should write a book about it. I'm definitely one person that is is definitely a person that believes that each person has to do their own time, whether it's one hour one week, one day, one year, you know what I'm saying? Your Mm -hmm. time is your time. Like some people can learn when they just put handcuffs on them. And I think that those three years that I did is exactly what I needed to help me realize that I never needed to go back to my baby daddy. He was abusive. Mm. He was mentally exhausting. We literally used to fight like I I remember having like a chichong on my forehead once from getting in his face, like, what you gonna do? What you gonna do? I was like that type of Latina, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I was one of those (laughs) crazy ones. So I definitely have to say that I'm not gonna say that I deserved it, but I'm I'm definitely gonna say that we definitely were both equally toxic. It wasn't like I could just blame him for everything. So when I went in, it took me a couple of months, maybe, to finally say, okay. This is God's way of saying, Jenny, it was either you were going to be judged by 12 or you were going to be carried by six because it was either I was going to kill him or he was going to kill me. That's where we were going. And that's where it was. It, it was just, it was very bad. And so I feel like prison was like my time out, my open your eyes. Like, is this really what you want? And I've been out, uh, August will be 12 years And I've never gotten in trouble since then, like I literally said, I'm never coming back to this place. I'm never putting handcuffs on again. And that's one thing that people will ask me, Oh, you want to do this for a scene and I'll be like, I will do anything, but put handcuffs on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, no.
0: (laughs) And I
1: don't I have care if say, and fluffy i don't I have to them. say
0: though there is pressure among us Latinas that when we are in a relationship to make it work because there's also that cultural difference that we have yeah where we feel like uh you know growing up I call it the novella syndrome where uh a lot of us grew up watching I didn't grow up watching novellas though, um but I've noticed this with other Latinas that we grew up watching no- novellas and you're you're watching this fantasy of a relationship. Yeah, and you're fantasizing, and you want that. Um, it's like a fantasy, and so you have this pressure. You have the children, and you have this. You know, you're thinking. You you know what I'm saying. You're trying to make. Oh, everything I definitely work. wanted to prove everybody wrong mm-hmm.
1: and work it out with him. You know, especially because we were young. We were both parents at seventeen, and then we had our other one at nineteen. Mm-hmm. and he is the father to both of my daughters. So to me I think it was more like you know I really wanted to do this for the sake of I did obviously love him and mm-hmm. I did wanted to I know how to treat a man because I feel like Latinas a lot of the problem with uh with us is that we're already molded into being a perfect housewife. Yeah. The moment we meet a man that is our man or even if we're in the talking stage if I like you I'm gonna fucking cook for you because I know how and you know what I'm saying but that's that's what I've also realized is not everybody deserves that and so but that's just it just comes natural for us because that's what we've been doing since we were little kids like even before I could touch a stove I was cooking because we had stools that you could reach the stool and you better cook and by the time <laughs> mommy gets home, the dinner has to be served, you know, and after you eat, you got to fucking clean up there. Don't leave that for later. What you could do right now, you, you, you do it right now. So yeah. I think that's what we're molded into perfect housewives. So we literally just want to do that. Like you said, like the, we want to bring that to life. What we've been what what we've been seeing our whole lives, whether, you know, our stepdad or our dads or mom single. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot yeah. of these women are Latina women are so strong. You know what I'm saying? Like they literally raise five kids by themselves, and, and nobody says anything to them. You know what I'm saying? We don't. Most of us don't even get help because we can't. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like my grandmother couldn't get any type of help because she came here on his. You know what I'm saying? On the boat, like literally escaped mm-hmm. Cuba. So a lot of these people, like, and that's why one thing I never understood is they're coming over here to steal our jobs. What jobs are they stealing from you guys? You don't (laughs) want to do these jobs. Yeah, This shit that they're doing, trust me, you don't want to do it. And for the pay that they're getting, trust me, you're not doing it. They're not stealing our jobs. Yeah, (laughs) They're not stealing your jobs, guys. We're doing things that you guys would never do. That's like true. cleaning up <laughs> your hotel rooms after you know what I'm saying, like you're not gonna do that, <laughs> you know good and well, you're not gonna clean that hotel room, so I feel like um you know I'm not saying that somebody has it harder than the other. I'm just saying from what I've seen, my family did have it harder because we can't apply for section eight, we can't apply for food stamps, we can't apply for housing or or any type of government because we're not trying to be seen by the government, you mm-hmm. know. So we literally struggle, and and most of them still send money back home. So you gotta yeah. take care of yourself. You gotta take care of your kids. You gotta take care of the people back home. If not, you're not doing your job as a Latina,
0: right? So yeah,
1: yeah. It, I think I think people, and that's why when you said, you know, we're not we're not publicly we're not we're not seen as much, and I think it's because of that. Like we're such. There's so many people that like. There's certain times that I'm like, Jenny, I can't believe, I can't believe you fucking on camera. Like you're a puta. <laughs> like you're gonna be so shit. <laughs> Yeah, you're Like I can't believe you turned. And into that's one the of thing. I'll be honest.
0: What you said, you you hit it in the nail earlier for me is, I always have to. I've never done any professional porn. I've never worked right. for a company because I can hear the different relatives. Hmm. And that's another thing, what we're going to hear from, you know what I mean? is the primos, the primas, the, yeah. the freaking. And they're uh, all going to talk and they'll say it loud enough that you can hear them. They're not yeah. even
1: saying it behind your back. They're saying it to your face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why. And 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 that's why to me it's even worse because like is that considered bullying? Like, I, I think it is, but your family don't care. Let's, us Latinos, we going to bully you.
0: Oh yeah. They're going to bully you. They're going to shame They're gonna you. They're you. Gonna I can't hold... believe you did that. Yeah. No, my mother would <laughs> yes. I would have done anything like that, it would have been, um, everybody would have known in the family without even, you know, like it, it was, it well, would have been. That's what makes it so easy for me is <sighs> my Puerto Rican side does not judge me.
1: Yeah. And actually, I used to block them. until I went to a quinceanera the other day, well, a couple months ago now. Uh And my cousin was drunk. And you know, drunk people tell the truth. So she comes up to me and she's like, Jenny, why you block me on Instagram? And I was like, because I don't want to be at these family functions. And you guys are over here. I can't believe you posted that. And look at what you posted. And I know, but did you like it? So no, (laughs) let's not talk about it because you didn't even like it. (laughs) You know? So she's like well can you please unblock me because I love to see you traveling and I love to see you showing off your proud body because you look just like Titi and Titi wasn't ashamed either and I said I'm not like at the end of the day I care but I don't care I don't care enough that nobody's paying my bills I care enough that I'm getting judged but I don't yeah. like, and I think that's one thing that I am definitely grateful about change and how it's 2023 is that a lot of less body shaming. So that makes you more comfortable with your confidence. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, especially for me, like, I, I feel like <clears throat> I'm not I, I what I do. There's, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't, you don't need to understand, but people don't insult right. it as much because of the body shaming and the, all these things that people are trying to say this is bullying in another shape, form, or fashion. So I do appreciate that. Like you know, like it's 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 a good thing to be fatter nowadays. Growing up, this would have oh, never yeah, been yeah. okay. <laughs> up,
0: there was a white woman skinny. Right, I had my There was in between. I li- had my light, my hips liposuctioned out actually in Mm -hmm. the mid nineties because of the pressure of working at some of the white clubs that I went to. And then for years up until I think I finally dyed my hair in 2010, 2011, back to brunette, all those years of being blonde. Like I was going, this is all my natural color. Now this is, this is all my natural hair. I just blow dry it straight. I go to a Dominican spot and I just took my braids out. So my hair is like natural right now. I don't even want to dye it anymore. I just want to leave it. <laughs> yeah. So, um. but yeah, like it, it did a. Now it's like girls are getting BBLs and their hips put in and I'm like, damn, I sucked the fat out for nothing. Right. <laughs> yes. I'm so mad now being that you have served time and I have to ask you a question. Have you felt like sex work has kind of been like, have you had any difficulty getting a vanilla civilian job and did you feel like oh sex so work much. could help that's you that's another reason that I started what I do Let, Let's talk about that because that's important it. for people to understand because I'm seeing sex work getting sensationalized and I'm older And I'm, I'm in my day people that got into it they had like You know, there was a circumstance, like I was a young teenage mom. That's why I got into it. Or it would be somebody that came from a really broken home or somebody with a criminal background that couldn't get another job. That's why they would choose sex works. Now you're uh, what I'm seeing. And it kind of bothers me because I've seen people leaving nursing to people leaving teachers position, people leaving jobs that society needs needs. Yes. Needs we needs all these things. You you get what right. I'm saying? And I'm not trying to put anybody down because I did have a friend that was a teacher, and I used to drag her to bachelor parties. <laughs> but um, she didn't go public. She never went public. There's a
1: difference between a, a side gig and for fun, and let me do this for some extra little income. But and not quitting and career. saying bye to
0: everything and and right. I. Yeah, I, I agree. Have, I I I'm kind of scared. And it's a personal
1: opinion, guys. We're not judging people. We're judging. right. We're not
0: judging. Yeah, because I do. There is somebody personally, I know personally. This is right. what we think. Yeah, that she's which a Which is nerd. also
1: which also comes down to what I try to tell people is that because of COVID, I feel that it basically confused a lot of people and that's why we don't know some people don't know are they considered a porn star are they considered a content creator mm-hmm. you know i think right now we're so much in a mixture and we can't correct anybody because of the names and the oh you're if you don't if you don't this if you don't agree with like for example uh you know if i don't agree with this now there's a there's a word for everything you get what i'm saying no it's just my opinion like it doesn't have to necessarily you don't have to agree. Agree with it, uh, just because I don't like to see something doesn't mean I'm I'm homophobic or something right. like that. You get what I'm saying? It just means I don't want to see it. Yeah. So, um, like I tell people, I think that right now the problem is, is that everybody thinks they're a porn star because they create, they have sex on camera. That's not what makes you a porn star. Yeah. Um, so right now with it being after COVID you know i think people were like i want to take the easy road too like for example i used to when i first started going to a strip club i was like shit i could do this mm-hmm. i tried to dance one song and i said oh hell to <laughs> the- i couldn't even finish one song you let couldn't you finish me. one song yeah right. let alone me i like to listen to spanish music so you like bad bunny for example Mm-hmm. and boy he play, he his his song is six minutes that's one song no, I need like something with like a a one minute song so I could dance that one song and then two more songs and get off the stage. Some of these girls be on the stage for hours. I could not do that. And I think that's going down with the same thing with porn. They're like, okay, I could do this. I could do this in my bed. I could could buy a iPhone or I could buy a camera or whatever they decide they wanna do. And then the big leagues comes up. Like your name gets popular and now they wanna put you on mainstream now you go to mainstream and now you realize that a that you're probably going to get treated like shit you're gonna you're gonna get like when you used to work at applebee's and Chili's, and you used to be a regular mm-hmm. degular you're, now you're going to corporate america same thing just porn yep. you're gonna realize most of it is fake most of it is acting like mm-hmm. we're literally
0: adult Also, what a lot of people don't realize is what happened during the pandemic, a lot of people were collabing, they didn't realize the importance of testing and 2257. Oh no, that's a whole nother subject. Yeah, Yeah. Those people thought, oh, I could just put this
1: and now, and now everybody needs to be tagged, and now you're not friends with them. How am I going to get them, how am I going to get them to sign this model release? Oh, you should have thought about that before. Right. but no. So, and I think that's also a good thing and a bad thing. Cause that's what you get. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you thought it was going to be that easy. No, it's not. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? If you yeah. thought it was going to be that easy, here's what we got. Now you go, you do mainstream. They start putting them lights on you. Oh, you can't. <laughs> hard. Like, yeah. Oh, now you want to blame it on somebody else. No, the problem is you're not a fucking porn star. You yeah. want to fuck on camera. Two different things. Yeah, it's two different. So I think that once we come back into the realization of there's this, there's this, there's this, there's this. And people need to be in each category as to what they are. Not what they think that they are, but what they are. Like me, personally, I'm a solo content creator. That's Mm. what I am. Now, do do I fuck porn stars? Yes. Have I been on mainstream, mainstream? No. Would I like to be um, on my terms? But I feel that because so many people are doing this and so many people have bigger names and so many that when they come up to me and let's finally say that some big company, I don't want to throw any names out because I don't really care. Let's just Mm -hmm. say a really big name comes up to me and says, I want to shoot you. And I tell them, these are my terms. And they don't agree with it because guess what? I can go find somebody else that will do it for less or that will do more or whatever the case may be. Okay, cool. So go about your business and find that person. That's the biggest difference between me and a lot of these other people is that I genuinely do not care about satisfying companies. I care about more satisfying my fans because that's who's going to pay for it. Right. That's who's gonna pay to talk to me, not these companies. These companies, I'm just like when I used to work at a restaurant. It was, if you were late for work, they didn't care if you got into a car accident. Did you really? die? No. Why didn't you get somebody to cover your shift? Like yeah. that's how it should be. That's yeah. what they want. They want to know. Okay, well, you already know you had to be at work last week when I gave you the schedule. <laughs> if you got into a car accident, well. You should have left five minutes earlier. That's probably what they're gonna tell you. So yeah. it's the same thing with corporate porn. It's gonna, they're gonna, they can find other people that will do it for less, yeah, that need it more than you do. So yeah. here's what I always tell women: if you say something to a company or to a person or to a fan, and I say, I want this, this, and this in order for us to shoot, don't. Keep your foot down. Don't mm-hmm. change your mind next week when you need the money. Yeah. Don't do that. Cause that makes the rest of us look bad. The real yeah. business people, not the people that are, oh my God, I need to do this right now so I can get my money. Go get a job, bro. I used yeah. to work at a, as a restaurant in the restaurants and I can make cash, cash tips. If you're a great enough server, you could do you could do anything else and you could get. Don't no, I, I think the problem is. Like you said, a lot of people think that the money, and yes, maybe the money is good. Like for the first two years of COVID, I was doing good. Last year, I didn't do as good as the the first two years. Mm -hmm. And now this year, that's why I decided to go back to how I started. Because I feel like I was making more money when I was more happy. Yeah. When I was doing it for myself and for my fans, not because I want to see you work with so-and-so. I want to see you work with so-and-so. Cool. Are you going to pay to see me work with so-and-so? Yeah. No. Well, I wish more
0: girls had more performers, I should say. Let me know. More performers were like you, like, and put their foot down. And that's so vital. And I think it... Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think that's the Cuban in you because we're like, "Uh uh-uh, we're doing it this way. And that's it. Like, This is it. Yes. Yeah. This is how it should be. (laughs) I said what I said. (laughs) Yeah. Like, this is how it goes or whatever. And I wish more people, like, stood up and just instead of went for that okie doke or want that cloud or want that, you know, oh, if I shoot with this company, this is going They're going to know who I am. Right. No. Right. You, and you have to think about you, right when right. you're doing. When you're doing any kind of, if you're doing any kind of sex work, you are in charge. You are, you do what you want to do. Not what you're, don't look at I quit looking at other people's success and other people's things. And I just looked in what makes me happy. What do I like doing? And I made a decision in late 2022. I said, I'm not going to collab with girls anymore. I'll take pictures. I'll do TikToks with people. But collabing because of A, what's going on with the diseases and everything, the testing, Um, and B I collab with not one, not two, but three people, three different people that were very problematic. I had one girl give my phone number to a random fan and he literally Hmm. was calling my phone like, and he didn't even know who the girl was Bad business. And then when I went to the girl, she turned on me. Like I was the issue. Then I had another girl that used my picture. I couldn't believe this because my girlfriend found this. And this girl basically was, she hadn't been in the business too long for but a couple of years. And she used my picture without tagging me oh, to wow. then do a sale of some sorts of free pay-per-view. And I, and I was like, you know what, this is it. No more dealing with pandemic Beckys or any of these people like that. They're problematic. And I also got tired of, I noticed a trend with I've had predominantly, I'm a woman of color POC, I'm Hispanic. And I've noticed white women wanted to work with me, but they didn't respect me. That's oh, no. definitely. Yeah. And, and we need to, definitely. Talk, we need to talk about that. We, it's a little bit more difficult for us to market, um, mm-hmm. than it is, for a lot of white women, for instance, I check out all of my social medias and I see where I'm popular on YouTube, for instance, my number one market is Mexico out of all places Facebook is number <laughs> Facebook, my Facebook page is over 600,000 it's Mexico again, so middle America does not like me but the I noticed I was having a lot of white women that Oh, I want to take a picture with you at exotic or I wanted this but it didn't do anything for me, right it did more for them. And, right. I, and that's when I decided in late 2022, I'm not collabing with nobody. Yet. This is my rules. If I'm really going to collab with somebody, you know, they're going to A, have to be at least 10 years in the business of any form of sex work. And when I say any form, I don't, I don't care if they walk the track because the simple fact that as a sex worker, that's been in the business, you, you we, we know how to treat other people and how to do other people. Right. Right. And I noticed after the pandemic, I saw girls that just they didn't have the same respect for sex work. They just thought it was fun and chasing cloud and making their numbers, and they just didn't have. Oh, I can I can be a hoe and nobody's going to judge me.
1: Right, oh, and then why oh, are yeah.
0: older, oh, they're stigmatizing? Crying. Yeah, yeah, like right. that type of stuff. And I said, you know what? I'm I'm just going to be a solo creator. It makes me happy when I do my video calls. It makes me happy for me when I um, when I'm chatting on my OnlyFans because I was a stripper first. I never like I love doing convention. We've talked about the conventions. I personally love doing the conventions because I miss talking to the fans in person. I miss having that interaction. the One on one. Yeah, the one on one. And yeah, I um, have social anxiety. So I prefer. You're this. different where you have social right. anxiety because you started. I prefer this versus. People, you prefer virtual because. Right. right. I, for me, it was the fact that I started stripping and I was forced in the club. If you want to make your money, you got to go talk to everybody. You got to go, want to dance, want to dance, want to dance. Right. That's, it's different. So I was, wherever you start from sex work, kind of like, I feel like. In the long run, that's eventually like who you are as a person. Right. Yes. Yeah. I also I also have to say
1: that um a lot of these girls don't realize that karma is a bitch too. Oh yeah. And and that's one thing I am a firm believer in. Not just what can be done to me, mm-hmm. but what can become done to my kids. Maybe a bitch might not try me like that because they right. know better. But maybe, you know, my kids get marked, like what they say, you, you, you reap what your parents sow, Yeah, you know, it happens. So I'm one of those people that I try not to associate with too many of these girls that I know can fuck me over because I, I don't want to act like I know that I can act. (laughs)
0: Like I don't
1: want them to win. So for me, I've been, I've been tried and I really literally just charge it to the game. One girl literally stole five hundred dollars Cash App from me because she took my personal information and got a hacker and um scammed my own my my now was I stressed about the money. Yes. Did I get a hold of my bank and show them how they hacked my mm-hmm.
0: cash, cash app? With... I
1: screenshot it, I printed it. I have got my money back. I got my right. money back because of my bank, not through Cash App, but because okay. of my bank. Mm-hmm. So I just charged it to the game. I know where the girl lives. The girl knows where I live.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: if that would have been, if I would have done that to her, I'm pretty sure she wouldn't let that shit go. Right. She would have been at my house. She would have been. So that's what I realized. That a lot of these women, we literally beat them by just cutting them off because they want You to retaliate because they want you to give them that attention. And that, like, when people be like, Oh, you hate me, I'd be like, No, baby, I don't even realize who you are. Who are you? Like, hate takes effort. And that's something I don't have time for. Maybe it was because I was in prison. Probably. But I'm just saying, been there, done that. And ain't no bitch out here worth me going back to that. Right. Because I know my limit. I just say, You know what? You just threw up a red flag and I'm going to cut you off. I don't need any more friends. I don't need to prove anything to anybody. I used to go to work and I used to say, I go to work to make money, not friends. So I stopped. And and the reason that I got even deeper into this is because of the freedom back to what? Of being your own boss. Let's Mm -hmm. say, even for example, when you used to work at a corporate job, you have to request this day off for, um, an appoint- First of all, you have to get the appointment from the doctor. So you got to mm-hmm. get the appointment. Now you have to make sure that your job is going to let you take it off. So I started this. Another thing was the money's good and I'm good at it. And because I really wanted to raise my kids. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like restaurant business, if you're in the restaurant business, it that restaurant life is your kid. So yeah. when I started giving my kid, you know, when they got older and they became very observant of you know mommy is mommy and you know so it was like to me I feel like we shouldn't have to collab with somebody because they're popping right you know what I'm saying we did this because we want we should I should work with someone because I'm attracted to them so yeah. I know that that content is gonna be fire, fire. Fuck what the yeah. fan wants fuck what they want fuck what they want to see this is what I started with, so I can choose who I want to work with. I told somebody, I said, listen, I understand you want to work with this person, but this person likes to talk bad about other people in the industry. I screenshotted it and I sent it to him. And I said, this is what she said about you. And he said, no, I still have to shoot with her because she's popping and blah, blah, blah. And that's, what's going to feed my kid."
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh, so you good. mean to
1: tell me there isn't any other way? There isn't any other people that you can shoot with that's going to make you money to feed your kid? You have to lower your standards and say, yeah, I'm going to work with this person because they're 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 popular right now. Right. That right. that to me isn't doing what you want. That to right. me is lowering your
0: dignity because somebody else wants to see you work right. with them, or, not or- because I want to do it. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's the thing with, uh, in this content world of, that's why, like, I made the decision for my mental health or, and my morals and everything. And also, I have to stand up what I believe in, um, too. Yes. I've noticed that, um, you know what I'm saying? Some people will just do anything for clout, and they'll associate with people that are racist. They will associate yes. with people that are um, homophobic or whatever. And I have no time for the hate in the world. And I'm actually doing better being more solo than I ever was shooting yes. at other people. It just doesn't, yes. you have to do. And,
1: and sex, that's why I'm going back. Well, that's right. why I went back. Technically. Yeah. Like, that's I said, works, I'll do, you have certain, to do solo. Con- yeah, certain things I'll do, you know like now I'm going to a content house, mm-hmm. which is beneficial for me, but I already told him, I said, who you used to get at content houses is who you're not going to get. Like before I would be like, yes, girl, you know, let's take pictures. I would be taking so many pictures of so many girls, so many pictures with girls mm-hmm. until I learn how to take them out. I can't even use most of these pictures that I've fallen out with them anymore. Yeah. So now I have, I wasted my time going to these content houses because i wanted to take pictures with these girls or these or these you know these content creators whatever the case may be so i told him i said listen when i go now i'm gonna do stuff for you as your you know because i'm going with um with this company that I've worked with a lot in the past, which is BBW highway slash thick as fuck. He's -hmm. like my main guy. I love shooting with him. He's awesome. He's a one man show, but he does awesome by himself. And I like that, you know? Yeah. So basically um, I told him, I said, listen, I'm definitely going to be still like the house mom, because that's what I, you know, I like to pick up and do all (laughs) that stuff. But I'm also not going to be, I'm going to be taking pictures more for me. Like, right. I need to build my portfolio. I'm doing it yeah. more for me now. I'm not giving everybody that attention. I, yeah, I'll give you a little bit. But if you're not giving it back to me, yeah. like, if you're not fangirling out on me the way I'm fangirling out on you, oh, my God. <laughs> I know who you are. No.
0: Right. Right. Like,
1: I want people to be like, oh, Picante Jenny, I know who you are. And I want to be like, I know who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's the type give of... Give the love back. Right, exactly. That's the type of stuff that I know that I need to keep associating with. Like they say, what Birds of a feather flock together. So if, yep. if I if I choose to not be your friend because who you associate with, there's nothing wrong with that. Like what you just said, people might be friends with a racist or a yeah. or a, um, a homophobe, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a yeah. lot of um, homophobic people that you don't, you don't even want to associate with. Like yeah. there's certain people that I know purposely troll on certain social media and I will unfollow them because I don't want people to see that I follow that drama person. Right, You know right. what I'm saying? So no. I, I also do, like, there was a question on Twitter that says, if somebody asks you not to work with someone else, would you do it? And would you not do it? Or would you still work with that person? Would you still be friends with that person? If your friend asks you, if my friend tells me, I don't want you to work with so-and-so and we're friends, I'm going to ask, what's the reason? If it's a good enough reason... Then yes, I'm probably gonna respect your wishes.
0: Yeah. But well, a warning, just, a warning about people is always good when collabing, right? I, and I'm personally no, over all that collabing. That's why I'm like, I'm just gonna be solo. And but if, but I, yeah, like, yeah, I'm but just, like I
1: tell people, the way that somebody treats you doesn't yeah. mean that they're gonna um treat me the same way. Right. But I still like to be a Aware of what's the possibility that this person's gonna treat me like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to be aware that this person does this type of stuff to other people. I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna believe it, but I'm gonna be on my P's and Q's when I'm around you. And the moment that you go to wave a red flag, I'm already cutting you yeah. off. Yeah, I'm not gonna uh-huh. give you the chance to fuck me over because I'm already aware. Now that's what some people need to also realize is that just because you tell me something. Doesn't mean that I don't have to, if I talk to that person, that I didn't believe you. It just means that I have to get my own, you know, my own judgment and see if it's the same. If it's the same, then I, I'm going to tell you, you were right. If, if it's not, I'm going to tell you, you know what? Maybe that's how they did you. Maybe for whatever reason, I don't know. You know, there's two sides to every story, but this is how the person has treated me. Like I say, I feed them with the long end of the spoon. <laughs> That's it. <Yeah.
0: laughs> you know? Yeah, you got to watch yeah. your back. Yeah, it's just different. So you've done mostly uh, the content, like you but, first started off Snapchat. Right. Back when that was I, I, Yeah, back in the day, I used to be a cocktail waitress. At a, I've,
1: I've done so many jobs, uh, from edible arrangements to country clubs to um, strip clubs. As a, uh, I worked as a cocktail waitress. Uh, that's pub did you do. work at um at the time i believe it was called what the hell was it called at the time but it, it's um playhouse now it's in palm beach county oh, it used okay. to be located right off of 75 in riviera beach um it used to be called goldfinger back in the
0: day and now oh, it's playhouse i remember too. there was a goldfinger that was in fort lauderdale and i remember i worked yes there a long yeah. time ago and it was far from miami beach it would take me like an hour and a half that's probably it. Yeah, yeah, because it remember- was it was
1: it was if- up there, and it was really popular back in the day. But there, of course, you know, people got to have shootings and close out in the uh, in the parking lot, and they closed down the club. Oh wow! But back in the day, Goldfinger, Goldfinger was the first club that I ever went to. That there was so much money on the floor, you couldn't see the carpet. Like there was just so much money on the floor. So that's why I always thought that when I went to strip clubs, that's what it was going to be like. It's
0: not <laughs> not every time at least. And how was so, being a waitress, you would say?
1: I really did enjoy it, but there's always those clients that'll come in and be like, I'm tired of seeing the strippers. I want to see you. And I'd be like, Okay, well, go hire a stripper. Like, so at the same time, because I know business mm-hmm. and how it runs. Like, I didn't make enemies out of the strippers. I made friends with them. Like, for example, we had one that didn't drink, but she didn't want to tell her clients that she didn't drink. So she would tell me she would go like this, and it would basically mean give her water. (laughs) Don't give me no shot. You know what I'm saying? So... I begin, and then I get to pocket that money, that shop money that I'm not gonna buy them a drink, or or I would bring her on a, a duel, so you know what I'm saying, so you don't get yeah, them yeah, drunk. Yeah. But um, that type of stuff. So I became friends with because I'm after the money. I'm not here to make enemies. I'm not here to do any of that. So working as a cocktail waitress was great for me because I'm definitely like bringing you your drink and then letting you be entertained by. The strippers that that's what they're there for that's what you came to the club to see you didn't come to see the cocktail waitress maybe you did but you came to see her do her job her job is to pop well back in the day before bottle girls and cocktail waitresses used to do all that yeah now they got bottle girls now they got cocktail waitresses now they got sign holders everybody has a different job but back in the day this was what about 10 years ago now it was cocktail which is, did everything we used to even have to break the change for them when they used to get the hundreds we used to have to go get it so they could give it to the
0: strippers yeah oh you so, are good. you you knew your um because I was now they have a problem or they've been having a problem in new york where the bartenders make money i don't know i've never worked at any of these clubs in new york i've only heard um And I've known of people, but I don't know them personally to really, when I danced, we did lap dances. I would talk to guys and then we had the waitresses and there was always like the cool waitress that hook you up. But one thing out of all the sex work that I like, and this is, I've said this over and over again, is I love strippers have more of like a family unit compared to any other sex work. Right. They, in, in the sense of real sisterhood. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. That's the only, that's the only form of sex. So, and I, my, one of my other, um, it's going to be out probably today. Um, as we speak, this is pre-recorded for another time, but, um, I did an episode with Jenna Love and she was a stripper and she's done everything. And we talk about like how the different sex worker acts different, but, um, yeah, like I, I love the hell out of strippers, like the shit people talk about strippers. Oh, she's a stripper, whatever strippers have the most game, the most hustle or yeah. whatever, but you know, the sisterhood cause you worked in yes. there. Yeah. Right. And, and then also,
1: um, I just recently went into a lifestyle party, uh-huh. um, down in, up in Orlando uh-huh. and at secrets, call, secrets hideaway. The resort mm-hmm. is dope. It's like, like a s like no cameras and you know, it's just the lifestyle,
0: like a lot of swingers resort. Uh, right. It was oh share, awesome. sure, share. I, I, I went yes. to a lot of swingers parties in LA. I was spoiled though in LA. But tell me well, I, re- I think yeah. that I
1: think what happened with me and the reason that I'm over here like what this is what they're doing is because I'm coming from the porn into the lifestyle world. Uh-huh. But what the biggest difference, and this is why I started talking about it, is because you say there's sisterhood in in um in the strippers. With porn, I feel like right now it's dog eat dog. Oh, it is. It's gotten so dog eat dog. Like they'll be in your face, like, yes, girl, I love you. Blah blah blah. Behind you, they're like, Girl, I worked with that girl and she has some thank plus a that like (laughs) they'll make up the the shit that you never and I used to say people people can't talk shit about me. There's nothing bad to say about me. No, but that's why people lie. So yes, they will talk shit about you. Don't think that, oh, people ain't got nothing bad to say about me. They're not gonna talk bad about me. Yes, they will. That's where the lies start. Yeah. So when people can't reach you, they start telling lies. That's what I say. So um with me it was like going into that resort was like yo this is really cool that people people have that freedom that they could just be so comfortable with leaving the door open while they're in their room and you could just walk in and watch or if they look at you and they say you want to join and you can just join like imagine just walking around a hotel and just seeing somebody through the window oh they're in a sex chair right now and they go <laughs> and you're like oh shit but me coming from porn it was like they're doing this shit for free
0: like, <laughs> like nobody's recording that like what <laughs> we could be making some money here um, but I but
1: I did love Like we went, there's like a pool in the middle of the resort and they're naked and they're just fucking thick in the pool and they're just fucking in the pool. That part I did enjoy. But um, like I said, I have that social anxiety. So To me, it was like a little awkward. Like, so we're just sitting in the pool, just naked. Nobody's actually like swimming. And they were like, no, you know, we're just chilling. And I'm like, okay, so this is like Vegas, but everybody's naked. (laughs) (laughs) No, I used to go to some, (laughs) I
0: used to go to some badass parties in LA and I can't, I can't, uh, the shit in New York looks creepy. I'm talking, I went to stuff I like, I, I don't kiss and tell, but I've seen more celebrities doing it naked or whatever, or I got stories that will go to my grave for the parties that I went to down in LA, like LA, like I, um, I basically joined like a swinger site because At the time I was stripping and I wanted to be in a relationship with somebody that would accept me like in sex work. So I thought joining this site would, um, I would meet somebody open-minded. I didn't meet anybody open-minded from that site. (laughs) I actually met, well, no, I didn't meet anybody open-minded to sex work, believe it or not, um, to date. But I did meet a lot of open-minded couples and I was treated like I was put on a pedestal in Los Angeles and I was brought to all kinds of parties. Never was, I was never, if I was with a couple, I was never in a bad situation. However, um, and I made some really good friends. However, like there was like a couple incidents where like a woman would call me and then she would get catty with me or whatever, um, or something weird. Like, and I would just feel, I would walk away from the situation, but I went to a lot, a lot of fun events and parties and met some Crazy I people. felt very comfortable,
1: and yeah, when, I felt and the and girls felt, that
0: were talking
1: to each other, I felt that sisterhood. Like one girl said to the other girl, "I really miss you," and the this you could feel that she meant that. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Not like in when we're at a scene and she's like, "Girl, you know, da da da," and you
0: don't you. I I'll be honest like the sweeter like scene base when, when I was involved to go out or to party or whatever, with some of those couples, I did, it was weird. Like even one people, one couple that I'm friends with to this day who are still together, I feel like I'm the the guy's sister or something. Like it felt kind (laughs) of awkward. Like we had such a good friendship. It felt kind of awkward. Like, yo, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you like, you like my brother or something, but I became friends with a lot of people, but it was, you're right, it is similar to that sisterhood of stripping of some of those lifestyle parties and stuff like that, those people, because they were open-minded, and also, I went to this yes. place. Is- you need it? Yeah. 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 No, it, but, excuse
1: me, sorry, I, hold on. Okay. I didn't know, you, I didn't know that's what you guys were looking for. I want to make sure? Yeah, I have it, because I didn't want to get locked out again today. <laughs> <laughs> you need it? Yeah, he's
0: Yeah. Um, but also um I went to Cancun, Mexico, and I went there twice. That was fun to um a lifestyle resort. That was really, really fun. That's basically so she she she
1: wanted to introduce me to that one because she wants to take me to the one in Jamaica. Oh it's like a really big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go there. (laughs) Yes, I definitely she's like, when are you getting your passport? And And then she was like, okay, so we're going to go to this one in Orlando so you can get, because you know, she's very accepting to Mm. me with my, you know, with my social anxiety. So like, I I tell a lot of people, like, if I look at you and and I made this eye contact with you and I need you to know that I'm uncomfortable and I don't mean it in like a disrespectful way. I'm just letting you know, I'm, I'm not in my comfort zone. So she definitely—that's why she took me to the secrets hideaway. So that way, when we go, she's like, <laughs> "Cause I hope you know that's that's real big hardcore over there." And I'm
0: like, "I'm ready." I'm I forgot ready. what it's hedoism in yeah, Jamaica. Keto. Yep, it's exactly where that's she wants where to That's where I want to me. go. Oh my god, I want to go there.
1: Yes. Well, then let's. Oh. we gotta go
0: no but those those. you're right about that bond with like it is kind of like because when I went to all the events and I I knew people in when I lived in Los Angeles and I moved to Los Angeles not even knowing a soul and I lived there for 10 years and I got to know a lot of people and a yeah, lot They're of, very sincere they were. You know? Yeah. In that lifestyle, they were sincere. I saw drama. Don't get it wrong. Like not. Oh, yes. was all Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know that. We're still human. It, at the like, end, we're still like, human. I, in fact, I wanted to interview um a, somebody that had a swingers event here, but I, I kind of lost their contact. Maybe I'll run into somebody at Exotica because I wanted to interview that side of because it's sort of like oh, definitely. I could definitely
1: tell you um my friend's information if you would like to do you know yeah yeah she knows we'll more talk, about we'll later, yeah, she, but... she just did a podcast recently so I I think that she's gonna start doing them too because I told her I said listen I like going on podcasts with people you know because eventually I want to start one too mm-hmm. and I also you know trying to break out of my show trying to break yeah. out of my comfort zone I'm trying to make sure that this is I'm comfortable enough that you know what I'm saying that when I do this yeah. I have guests on mine or however whatever I decide to do, I could do that. So that's why I told her, I "Was like, you know, that might be able to help you out as well." Right, and I
0: think that you know she's been taking my advice and trying out different yeah. things. But I will she's- say this about the lifestyle people: the only thing I've noticed is I thought, like again, I entered as a single girl, which made me a unicorn, and I thought. I would meet a guy, a single guy, the single guys. I think are that's there. what I just expected to do. Right. I thought I was going to meet. And that's because... why I told her it would right. be different. I thought I was going to meet a guy that was, I was single, in a relationship that right. I thought, I, I thought it was going to meet a guy that it would have set my occupation. That would be cool. And I know this is the thing about the swinger lifestyle. And I have to like address this is the guys that are single in that lifestyle. They, they're they're not horny men. They're just horny men, and they're gonna be <laughs> single forever. Like they're yep. not trying to get. So that was the big lesson I learned. However, the couples to me, um, some of them were open that I was in sex work, but believe it or not, some of them weren't so open. No, and of I, course not. Now, you know too not much? Open? No, they were like they were. In fact, I remember there was a guy. And um, he was with a girl, and he even lo- he even pretended he was the girl talking to me. And it was like a f- yeah. So like that's the thing. Like I don't. It, you do kind of need like a buddy system if anybody's gonna go there. It's yeah. Not- see, at first they thought that she was my girlfriend, and I was like, right. yeah.
1: Da, da, da. So that way people, <laughs> random people. But then you know we went to the second party. It was another pool party, and I'm over here like, shit, I want, I want some <laughs> drinks. I want somebody. To <laughs> You know, so I was like, you know, dancing a little bit. He comes up to me. And and but I really think that if you don't find someone that you're physically attracted to or have mm-hmm. some type of that, it's not going to work. Like if you just want you know, what I'm saying like it it doesn't work like that. I I really feel that you have to know it, you, you. It has to be. I think for me, for the lifestyle, because of how I am with my feelings and all that good stuff, I think I would be better if I had a man that that's what he wants. Like say, I want to be in a relationship with someone, but he wants to have an open relationship. I going not be okay with it. Even if I don't want to be with other people, unless if it's for work or whatever sure. the case may be, you know, I always say each relationship is different. Each poly relationship is different. Everybody's relationship is different because of how you communicate with what you want and what you don't want. There's no rules to it. You can sleep with this one. You can sleep with that one, but you can't if I don't like it. Yeah. No, you make your own rules. Yes. So I feel that if I was to really be in the lifestyle, like really enjoy it, it would be because my my husband wants it, and I I just want to satisfy him. And and if I get to watch it, I get to watch it, or I get to join, I get to join. Yeah. But as to go over there, and this is what I want, uh, no. I just I enjoyed I, the
0: parties, to be real with you. I, right, but I, I mean, enjoy like the party. after. You know, like the yeah, opening, the, the after sort of, is then, like and when and they're it. all like, going, yeah, I'm I mean, like. Okay, I'm i
1: silly. Like when I when I shoot my threesoms, I'll be cheering them like yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah suck that big bitch. Hold on, hold on. And, and you mm-hmm. cannot cheer when you're uh um watching. Right. I, I don't like that shit unless if they like it. You're supposed to talk with your eyes, and I'm over here trying to, to make eye contact, so it doesn't work for me. Right. So if I get to watch, it's because it's the couple already knows that I'm gonna be over here smacking ass and suck that dick, bitch, and yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm one of those. I'm a cheerleader. <laughs> I'm a hype woman. It. So and and you, and they don't like that in yeah. unless of unless of they communicate with you and say that it's okay. Right, so to me, I really definitely, if I'm gonna be in the lifestyle and really enjoy it, it would be with accompanying somebody, as either you know, I'm saying I still want to be a unicorn,
0: just
1: you know, not when a
0: unicorn for people if they don't know is a single female that is in like the swingers' lifestyle, so yeah. Yeah, I just I like I said I entered it because I thought like I was gonna get this acceptance and that's f- me too. I've been yeah, I, so we are like, this year, yeah. I want somebody that's gonna accept me and blah, blah,
1: blah. I get over there and they're just a
0: little warning. And motherfuckers. I at the and time, I'm just like, I was oh, just a stripper it. and I wanted I didn't I had some bad relationships and I didn't want to have to tell guy, oh like and I was at that time when I first moved to LA, I was doing sort of a career change. And I didn't, I remember I broke up with one guy that had an issue. I was in sex work and that was a whole complicated series. And so I just wanted somebody open-minded and it was, you know, it's already difficult when I think because we're Latina and we fan, we have these fantasize fantasize about these relationships because we grew up and then we're, The the things that we saw or told or family or like you know the family events or what are you doing with no husband or or like my father want to be our Cinderellas too right right I think it that had some pressure on me and now like I don't know my mind has kind of changed and I've accepted as I've gotten older so yeah I'm not trying to find love no more I'm trying to what
1: find makes me happy I think another problem with people is that they're always trying to find what they're missing in themselves and other people. And yeah. That person's not gonna fill that void. You have to fill the void in your heart, in your body. You have to find yourself yep. in order to be happy with someone else. Yes. And that's why I think I'm ready to be in a relationship is because I'm not looking to change nobody. I'm not looking. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to. I'm not even. I'm not even trying to find somebody that's gonna be my better half. Because first of all, I'm not a half, and yeah. second of all, you ain't gonna be better of me of nothing. Yeah. I want somebody that's equal to me. You don't yeah. have to make more money than me, but you have to make you have to make some type of things that you can, you know what I'm saying, financially support yourself and me if something happens. Yeah. You don't have to, you know what I'm saying? You don't have you don't have to, you know, you don't have to change your ways, you just have to make it to the point that we both like it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm okay with with a relationship being 85, 15. Mm-hmm. In the sense of, you know, what I'm saying there's going to be that 15% that you know, that person is not your soulmate is not, you know, I mean you know what I mean? It is not exactly the perfect match, but you're going to deal with it because 85% is better than 15. Now, yeah. when you go looking for that 15% in somebody else, and you mm-hmm. lose that 85%, which one yeah. was worth it that
0: 15% or that 85%. Yeah, yeah. So but- that's why I say that. Well, thank you so much for coming on Get School. Can no, you, please, thank you please tell my audience how they can find you? All your social media is everywhere people can find you so they can go ahead. And my follow. main domain at the
1: moment is picantegenny.org. The org stands for orgasm, I'm just kidding, <laughs> but it really does um, for me. Uh, it's P-I-C-A-N-T-E-J-E-N-N-Y.org. And for now, I'm just going to, that has all my links and it's always updated in case I lose a social media that it's basically, it's not a website. It's just, I own the domain. I own the, so mm-hmm. why I say for now is because I want to eventually own .com as well. So, but right now I think I'm going to build my website on the .com and
0: keep the org yeah. for all my links. Right. So yeah, that's and where then, you can find me. And your Twitter is, and your IG?
1: um my it's all on there if you click on the picante jenny that it'll take you to all my links but um currently it's this chick jenny um wait let me tell you exactly how it's underscore between the words so it's this underscore chick underscore jenny that's my main instagram page and twitter i finally got picante jenny back so it's picante underscore jenny is my main twitter page because I was suspended, I was <laughs>
0: not. Jenny, we've been through that. Well, yes. thank you so much for being on. Uh, Get schooled, yes.